London's Calling and Joe Schrummer finally picked up the phone in 2003, after his death. After his unexpected passing a year prior, his late project, The Melisqueros, published the group's final record called Street Corp. Touted by many critics as being Schrummer's final successful stab at a rock album, Street Corps holds the threads of many musical geniuses all wound together with Schrummer's touch, with tracks like Long Shadow being originally written for Johnny Cash and a Bob Marley cover of Redemption Song produced by Rick Rubin, Street Corps holds just about as much musical lore as it does talent. Today's song is the second track, Get Down Moses, a classic rock song infused with reggae and folk influences alike. Referencing the story of Moses, Strummer calls for a fight against oppression. Strummer wonders where the good leaders are, calling out corrupt priests and noting the number of lost souls searching for meaning. I'm Allie Hall, and this is I've Got Ox on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. This is Get Down Moses by Joe Strummer and the Melisqueros.
чувствами. Welcome back to I've Got Ox. I'm Allie Hall and I'm here with my lovely co-hosts. Yippee! Gotta say your names, guys. Yeah, Bella. <laughs> and Gavin. We're live. And we you, are live. You just heard Get Down Moses by Joe Strummer and the Mescaleros. How are we feeling? I just want to say to anyone who's listening, the time is 4.43. Oh, shoot. The you time is 4.43. And we could say that because we're live right we now. We are recording live. Recording live. Um, are we supposed to talk about it this much or be like, yeah, we're live, whatever? We just, I mean, we're live radio we just go live, whatever. Let's not make it like it's our first time. We do this all yeah, the time. Yeah, we guys. do this so true. a lot. All the time. We just have to make sure not to spread any blatant misinformation that we can't <laughs> cut. I think we've only done once. Um, That's so true. <laughs> but I think, Gavin, this is your first time hearing yeah. this song. And as a musician, I'm so curious to hear your first impressions. And if you have a negative one, yeah. don't say it. No, 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 just no, no. I'm, I'm just I'm <laughs> like blown away by the right, production right. of this song. So as I was listening to it, I don't want to sound cheesy, but like through the lens of like a music producer, the amount of times you have to listen to a song and then think that there's not enough going on. Like there's not enough <laughs> variety. Let's add something else. That takes a lot of dedication and like, thought yeah. and plan yeah. to because i never got bored it's a very simple reggae beat but it's gonna it's drop so much there's so many different things and every time you think you figure out like what's gonna happen there's a new little drum fill or there's a new you know organ hit or guitar lick and it's it's i say bravo to the whoever produced this and arranged it What's crazy and what I learned when I was researching this is there's not a ton, especially on this song specific, on this song specifically, there isn't a ton of like research or writing. But this album, like I said, it was produced after Strummer's death. And so most of the songs are single recordings, like first vocal takes okay. of Joe Strummer. And then just, they're just like piling on yeah. the production afterwards. Yeah. So they, they started wow. working on it and they had like the bulk of the, the album done, obviously. But mm -hmm. it, it was crazy to me when I heard that most of the vocal recordings are first takes. Especially this one, which is so guttural and just, yeah. oh, it's good. His delivery of some of those lines where like the cadence is all weird yes. and it's so good. Yeah. Bella, what are your, some yeah. of your thoughts? I loved it. And <laughs> I didn't, I was just telling Allie before, like I didn't even know anyone did anything after the clash. I didn't know. That I thought they just fell off the face <laughs> of the earth. But it was so cool. And I love like the reggae vibe I was not expecting. Me neither. And it is so fun. Yeah. Like, Oh my gosh, what a good song. And I was listening to it again uh, before we recorded. And I was like, wow. Like it is, like Gavin was saying, it's just so well made. And so that makes mm -hmm. what you said even crazier. Because, yeah. And I loved it. And I listened to it while I cleaned my room. And it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, I don't know, it's really interesting. And I don't know, like, I don't, I didn't know about this at all. I, obviously so i don't know i don't know like what level of fame he reached but yeah. it's nice when you see someone like you know a really good band like you know they fall apart whatever and then someone goes off and does mm -hmm. something you could say probably just as good like or in the range like harry styles yeah 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 okay <laughs> a, little, a little less but it's really nice because yeah. it, it like i just love that that he went off and he's like fine i'll just do my own thing and it was good yeah that's great and yeah the the Mescaleros, like I think it was kind of a super group of some some other random musicians and it, it saw a couple people in its in its day, but it's it was interesting to me that like this last record, I I don't know, I'm not sure if it's their most famous or most acclaimed one, but like 
fans of Joe Strummer love this album. And a lot of like the Pitchfork mm. review I read was sort of he went out the way he came in. Like he oh, kind of he reached. Awesome. It was very full circle to come from some of his work with the class, which is very like punk rock. Mm-hmm. And that element is like is still present even in in this song. Yeah. Also this song sounds very different than I think the rest of the record that it comes from, like Coma Girl, mm-hmm. Redemption Song, which is a cover, Silver and Gold, which is a cover. It none of them really have this song's vibe. Like this song in my it exists in its own ecosystem. Huh. And it's crazy. Yeah. I love this song so much. It gives I don't know I don't know the song well enough, but it, it, the way he's singing, the attitude that he's singing with is similar to Rock the Cash Buff. Yeah. Me. It's just very it's almost like he's pointing a finger at somebody. Yes, exactly. You know? it, it has that like uh, the punk rock, I don't want to say accusatory because mm-hmm. in many ways I think he's right and the things that he's kind of calling attention to, yeah. you know, it's it's rightful. But it is that sort of punk, I don't care what you think, middle finger in the air as he's saying it type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I, I wanted to bring up like the the story behind it he's referencing yeah. the story of Moses and I'm not particularly religious so I thought my religious co-host could <laughs> Wait did, to out I, us, Allie. did that <laughs> did that land for you guys I mean obviously it's in the title yeah um, but what what how did that kind of play into your listening of the song if at all um for me at least every time I would like catch a reference that he was making he would make another one that I didn't understand how it was connected um <laughs> like from like a biblical standpoint, yeah. like he he would talk about Moses, and then he's talking about Elijah. But I don't understand like the connections. Like he's very he's pulling all these different you know parts of Christianity, which yeah. uh, for his own purposes, obviously to make the point he's making. Yeah. But I didn't always see like the carve another tablet uh, tablet out of <laughs> Esau. I'm like I'm not even going to try to like understand what he's meaning by that. Well, but, Moses getting the Ten Commandments. Yeah, but what, what's the LSD part? So he's I, just I need saying, you to explain that's it to what me. people say. I mean, not that people say that, but I mean, like, I feel like that's just like a good lyric. Like, I, I think don't know. It's, I think it's like that lyric and a lot of it in general is sort of this plea of like having, wanting a biblical savior, like wanting a oh. figure to come out and out of the madness that they're in or surrounded by to, to, to oh. bring truth. Because also there's this juxtaposition between on top of the mountain it's where truth is crystallized like jewels in the rock. And then everything that's not on that mountain is like blood and gravel and everybody's just trying to reach huh. that top. So I've read something that's like a critique of capitalism too, okay. which I think could be a little bit of a stretch, but I think it's generally just sort of that that postmodern sentiment of like, we don't even have, we can't even have faith in our priests and our, our world leaders. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of this plea of like, get down off the mountain, Moses, and okay. help us. Like, oh, I wasn't reading okay, it yeah, down. That's I think that's what I'm, I'm I, I think. That, so now I'm imagining yeah. someone while Moses went up to get the Ten Commandments be like, get down, get down, <laughs> help us out. Like, that, what is wrong with you? And in, in reference to the biblical story, that makes sense yeah. too, because of all the, you know, in that story when he goes up to the mountain he comes back and everyone's yeah, like worshiping a golden calf, calf yeah. basically and gone completely crazy from what so I huh, when, I, when so I first heard it I thought he was saying like get down Moses like dance like, I'm like dance. why is Moses <laughs> well, dancing but that there, makes sense get down from the mountain there's also a very famous this. Louis Armstrong song called go down Moses which is like oh, um, yeah. it's it tells the story but I guess in a much more favorable light and <laughs> one of my favorite lines from this song from get down Get down, Moses, 
is who's sponsoring the crack ghetto, who's lecturing, who's in the know and the don't know. So he's kind of pushing this this disparity between leaders, people in politics, people in the elite versus mm-hmm. everyone else who those decisions affect. Yeah. So it, it, it's that separation, who's on the mountain and who's not. Yeah. So I, that's my take. But I, at first, I, I didn't really listen to much of the lyrics until literally probably two days ago. Um, but it, it's really interesting to me. Yeah, this is now that you're kind of giving the explanation, it's all making a little bit more. Yeah, sense. yeah, it, it, fits, it fits more in. I get it. He's calling on Moses to be like this fix it guy. Yeah, you know, like get down here and clean oh. things up. And I, and yeah. I think it's especially like one of the lines right above the LSD line is part another C, and it, it's mm-hmm. sort of like a nonchalant. Do something cool. It's like figure it out. Do something that's going to be. That's so interesting. Crazy. Yeah. There's so many ways to interpret this. Yeah, now. like this is an, another kind of weird interpretation. But yeah. the fact that he never calls on God either, he just mm. calls on Moses, is also could be a critique of the fact that we put so much of our of our hope and our trust in these broken political figures yeah. and to yeah. be like, come on, you know, fix fix the, the well problem in Flint or, you right. know, clean up the, the ocean huh. and never to be like, well, there's another person who's probably can yeah. control that you're not going to because obviously we all know Moses didn't part the sea. I it wonder was- if this is just like a story for him or if this is something like, I mean, obviously he was thinking about it, but I I would be curious to know, like, not necessarily just like his faith, but like what he was doing at this time and yeah. like what kind of relationship he had like with the idea of God which I don't know how you would know that like ask his mom or something but like it's very interesting to see people write about like this this type of like subject matter and it can be like now that you're you guys are saying this like it really can be interpreted in a lot of really interesting ways mm-hmm. like and I wouldn't see I mean, someone like it's interesting to see someone who was like a rock star come and write something like kind of with these biblical references. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> well, if you're just tuning in, we're talking about Get Down Moses by Joe Strummer and the Mescalaros. This is 101.7 FM, Radio Free Hillsdale. I've got Ox live. I've got Ox live. Our <laughs> live. first live episode. The time is currently 4.53 and it is cloudy outside. It is 4.53. <laughs> Welcome to Michigan. We, we could <laughs> say that and repeat that sound bite for the next 10 months. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. <laughs> you wouldn't know. I know Bella said that she kind of had a history with uh, the clash. That was pretty funny. So can yeah. you retell that a little bit? So when I was um, in uh, like high school, early high school and like eighth grade and stuff, we had like, my sister and I, we shared a room and we had like a little Alexa in the room. And the way my dad would come and wake us up is he'd be like, Alexa, it was always Alexa, play the clash, play the cure <laughs> or like. You too? Yeah, it was you too a couple times. It kind of depended. But it's, it's, so it's funny because when I think of the clash, I think of like waking up for school. But it was always kind of fun because like it's my better. dad would come yeah. in and flip on the lights and we you'd be listening to cla- the clash like Magnificent 7 at 5 a.m. It's uh, the best hype-up song. I'd pick that over <laughs> of an iPhone alarm any day. Yeah, right? it was definitely, it's it's funny. But my parents are both like, especially my dad, I think that was like kind of his uh type of music like Mm -hmm. he we i don't remember a lot of like specifically specific like clash songs we listened to but i remember it like being in my in my life as i grew up you know yeah yeah 
Yeah. Same with my mom. She always referred to my family. Yeah, I thought I remembered that. Yeah, she's a big she Clash brought it fan. Up. Sure, her favorite thing is to refer to our family of seven as the Magnificent Seven. <laughs> Super cute. <laughs> refer to the album title, yeah. Which is a banger. And I, I yes. know that we've been trying to implement sort of like, where would you listen to this song or where would you hear it? Yeah, um, so Radio Free Hill still. <laughs> if, if not, when you're getting ready for elementary school, <laughs> this I have a playlist that I'm curating and it's called Songs I Play at the American Legion. And the American Legion, for those of you who don't know, is like basically this organization where people in the military who have served or who are currently serving, they can find a sense of community. They do a lot of veteran outreach, um, community outreach, whatever. Um, but they also have really cheap drinks. It's a bar. Uh, <laughs> a, a lot. Of, I don't want to say all the posts have bars, but a lot of them do. And yeah. at, my, at my hometown one, um, they've got a touch tunes. And because they like me and I kind of grew up going there, um, the bartender will always give me free touch tunes credits and so it's like pick a song alley and the the pressure of trying to entertain an entire room of military men aged 19 to like 75 and this is one of the first songs i always play and without a doubt i have every person in that bar's foot tapping congratulations oh that's kind of awesome every weekend it was like what is this song alley and i'd be like let me tell you about it that's a that's That's a great gig yeah what a nice thing i loved i love turning them on to especially they light up when they hear that it's joe strummer when i'm like you know the clash okay this is why this already resonates with you and they like the reggae beat Mm -hmm. because it still kind of has the punk vibe to it yeah and it's like i don't know it's still got the punk without being you know overly aggressive yeah and Uh, yeah and it's it's high energy too. So it's a. I would say it's a good bar song. It's a good song to turn on with your friends when you're hanging out. Yeah, I agree. And it's just like Gavin said from a from a musician's perspective, it's it's super complex. And every every time you listen to it, even though it might sound repetitive, it's got that like reggae bassist, that skeleton mm-hmm. to it. It's like there's always a new little key mm-hmm. change. Yeah, because I was I was thinking about the other reggae I know, and I think the, one of the great things about Bob Marley, who's like the you know the king of reggae or whatever, he his songs are very simple on purpose mm-hmm. and there's not much going on because it's supposed to be like calm, but this is like pent up energy Yeah, more. So yeah. That's, it's, it's, there's a, there's a passion to, I think a lot of the clash and Joe Schrummer's music, but this song, especially it almost feels like it, it just radiates. Like it's the grit in his voice and it's the, it's the fact that it was like probably a one take and there's just kind of a, like he kind of sings it with his middle finger up. Yeah. And it, it, it's kind of like you can't help a vibe to it. Yeah. You it's, cannot help. The yeah. one thing I kind of was thinking of throughout listening to this is the, the type of song that I imagine when you like, like a movie scene of like someone like trekking through a desert or <laughs> yes. something. Yeah. And it gives, in that way, it gives a similar vibe to um, Anemone. Anemone? Yeah. <laughs> that Anemone, Ali played for us down. last year? Yeah. Freshman year? Yes, Which I still good. listen to. What a I good song. song. And there's something really like visceral and like nice about a song that, you know. Just, just a guy in a desert. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's, it's gritty, like you said. Joe but. Strummer. Thanks yeah. so much for tuning in, guys. Today we talked about Get Down Moses by Joe Strummer and the Mescalaros. This is I've Got Ox and Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. I'm Allie, and we'll see you guys next week. See you guys. Bye. Bye.